Hey everybody, Tim here. I wanted to drop in and let you know about some exciting changes coming to the podcast. And that is that we are going to be starting a Patreon account. This is going to be a great opportunity for us to drop all sorts of bonus content over there. And if you like bonus content, you might want to check it out. You can find our page by searching Talking Back Podcast. Our free feed will remain unchanged. Our our Monday releases will continue as they are. We'll be moving our double feature episode over there, as well as creating a couple of new series that we're really excited about. One of them is going to be where Dean and I cover some new content instead of retro content. So we'll have some episodes on new movies, new comics, new video games, any new content that we feel like we want to cover. We'll also be releasing a monthly wrap-up episode, which you're about to get a taste of right now. And that will be a chance for us to kind of circle back at what we did in the past month. We, uh, we often think of things after recording the podcast, things we didn't say or, or we'll learn something new. And this will give us an opportunity to kind of add those types of things in at the end of the month. We'll also be moving our holiday special episodes over to Patreon. So things like our Halloween special, our Christmas special, our podcast at the lake event, and then anytime we just feel like getting festive for an occasion or we want to just release a bonus episode of of whatever, we'll be releasing over on Patreon. So our Patreon won't be up for maybe a month or so. Uh, We'll announce when it does come up. But we just wanted to give you a little taste of what you can expect over on Patreon. So this is uh, our October monthly wrap-up that we're dropping in our main feed here for you. And very soon we'll also be releasing uh, an episode from the new content series. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be sharing that for free as well, just so you can get an idea for what to expect out of these new series. We hope you'll enjoy this monthly wrap-up episode, and we hope you'll check out our bonus content on Patreon. The Blast from Our Past Network. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and this week we are delivering our first wrap-up episode, and this is some of the bonus content that we are going to drop on a monthly basis for you uh, we're, we're on. We've decided to take the plunge into Patreon. We're going to be delivering lots of bonus content for our supporters. Yeah. You definitely Fun stuff. Definitely want to be a supporter uh, to get to get your uh, hands and ears on the stuff we're going to drop. This is going to be a regular series that, um, you know, the supporters that have um, subscribed to this tier can expect. This is our monthly wrap up episode. We're going to kind of circle around to all the episodes we did in the past month. We're going to touch on, um, you know, what maybe what we thought of the episode, what was maybe our favorite episodes. Uh, but I also really want to talk about 
things that come up for us after we record the episode. Because I don't know about you, Dean, but for me, oftentimes, I will be sitting there thinking about an episode we recorded when I remember something I forgot to say, or I, re- right, I realize yeah. I made a mistake about something, or yeah. um, I learned something new about it. And I was, I'll be yeah. thinking, oh, I wish I had mentioned that on the episode. This is going to give us a chance to do all of that on a monthly basis. Perfect. Bring it to our supporters. Um, give you a bit of a, you know, uh, you know, it's a, not really like a behind the curtain look here, but this is, you know, this is some behind the scenes stuff. We wouldn't normally do this. This this type of stuff will not regularly make it to our main feed. This will just be for our supporters. Actually, we currently do something a little bit similar to this with our monthly newsletter where we kind of touch yep. on uh, touch on the month. Uh, but in that newsletter, we also give, um, you know, spoilers for things that are coming up. We uh, show some stuff. Recommendations. From, yeah, recommendations. We show some stuff from our studio. So uh, while this will mirror that a little bit, it's not definitely not the same thing. So uh, let's uh, let's do our first uh, monthly monthly wrap up app. Awesome. I don't know how it's going to go. It's the first time. It's the first time. Well, so I, I think I want to start off by saying, what did you think of that month? And I mean, I feel like I know what your answer is going to be because it was October and it's like one of our best months at talking yeah. back. Because we just do spooky stuff all month, right? I'll, th- I'll throw a few. Yeah. I'll throw a few months in your direction. Okay, I'm gonna okay. throw obviously October. Okay, we do spooky content. It's super fun. Yes, we finish it yes. off with our Halloween bonus episode. My personal favorite episodes of the year. I'll throw another month at you. December. Mm. We do some fun stuff in December. We do mm-hmm. we do uh, Christmas movies. We do a Christmas episode. Yeah, those are where those we are sing and drink eggnog. <laughs> we often get fucking so rule. <laughs> fucking wasted on our Christmas episodes because we, we get wasted before we start. That's the problem. <laughs> I will remind you, Dean, that uh, a while back we promised the listeners this year we would sing yeah, and band. play instruments. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I we I we'll have to work out the logistics on that. I haven't one, picked but... up an instrument yet, so that's going to be really interesting. No, we'll figure it out. It's going to happen. It's happening. I'm going to throw one other month your way. August podcast at the lake. Podcast at the lake. Yep. Yeah. Those, no, those, those are the three. Those are three months. months. Yeah. Now, out of them, if you had to choose, yeah. what do you go with? Oh man, that's so hard. They're all so different in their own special way like every special episode that we do like the the uh halloween one the christmas one and the podcast of the lake are just different material and they own they all have their own thing and i like them all it's 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 hard we're in october so i feel like or we just passed october so i feel like we have to i have to say october because it's just here and now but i do love those other ones non-committal as always dean no, Tim, if I have to pick the top, I have to pick Podcast of the Lake. I just have to. Because we're on vacation, right? We're on vacation. There to is vacation. nothing to worry about. It is chilling out, sitting down, recording in a giant room that echoes so much. That's that's the one I love. I, I love Podcast at the Lake as my number one, but this is my two, and Christmas is my three. Fair enough. I think mm. I, I think I've got to go with number one October, just because of the four spooky months of content. 
followed up by so the, by the yeah. Halloween special. Yeah. And I've had a great October, Tim. I've watched so many horror movies, more than I've ever watched, I think, in one month before. And covering this content while also just dipping my toe in a bunch of other uh, horror films has been so great. So great for the month. Also, Tim, I brought back walking before the podcast because it's been chilly in October and I love chilly walks. So I brought back in walking in the woods before the podcast where it's like, I'm alone in the woods. No one's around. For some reason, nobody walks on that path in the woods. I'm alone. There's all this like weird, scary stuff in there. It's great. It's such a great way to set the tone for the month of October podcast. And I did that all month. I love that. How come you never brought that up before? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. It just never, I guess, came up. We were. I was actually so into the content that it never seemed like there was time to be like, oh, and I went for a walk today. <laughs> Let's remind the listeners what we did this month. We cool. started the month off with issues 2021 and 22 of the original Tales from the Crypt comic book. We followed that up with John Carpenter's Halloween Um a very embarrassing episode for myself when I had to let everybody know I hadn't seen that movie before. It's fine. Very embarrassing. Up after that, we were joined by our friends um, at the Remote Takes podcast for Event Horizon. Then we dug into the movie Seven, and we capped it all off by covering Frankenstein from 1931, the third annual Halloween special, And if people haven't caught on yet, we cover Universal Monster classics on our Halloween episodes. And that's just, that kind of just happened organically. Like that wasn't a plan we had. Uh, I just thought Creature from the Black Lagoon would be a fun one. And that went over so well. And like, that's just such a great movie that we just kept going with Universal Monster movies. And I mean, my goodness, Frankenstein has just solidified the fact that we will be doing Universal Monster movies every Halloween episode for until the end of time, in my opinion. They're just so much fun. So much fun. It's it's just the only choice now. It, you're right. It started out like kind of just by chance, but now it seems like we could never do anything else. Why would we? It would feel wrong. Yeah, I agree. So what do you, what do you want to touch on? Like, let's touch on you know, all of these, all of these episodes we did, but is there anywhere you, anywhere you care about starting? Is there, maybe is there something that you like wish you were able to talk about that you forgot to talk about or something we didn't mention or something one of the um, listeners or somebody on Instagram pointed out to us that we didn't consider? I'll let you just decide where we start. Well, if we're going to talk about them all, why don't we just start right at the beginning with Tales from the Crypt? Sure. And Tales from the Crypt, I just want to bring up that I was just so impressed with these comics. Like I, when when we were throwing it back and forth of ideas that we could cover as as comics and this one sort of came up, it was like, oh, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be fun. But I was so impressed with the quality of them. Um, the art was just so it, it was the classic. It just felt like classic art, classic comic book art that I just loved looking at um and all these stories were so eerie you know it was just like kind of a perfect thing to start out the month so i I just wanted to start with tales from the crypt 
I kind of echo your sentiment there. I had no idea that the the quality of the stories and the art was going to be so good. I had no idea they were anthologies. I thought each comic was mm, going to yeah. be, um, well, maybe I thought it would be anthology, but I thought it'd be anthology by the issue, not broken down into four separate stories in each is- issue. I really like that. Each little story is seven pages long. That's a really yeah. digestible comic for me because you can just like, all you have to do is do seven pages and then you can either stop or you can go on to the next seven pages. It was very easy to read. And I used to love when I was like maybe 12 years old. I don't know where I got it. I think I got it from a friend of mine. I made a trade or something. It was this little novel of scary stories for somebody probably right around my age. And nice. it was the book had maybe eight short stories. I still have it. The cover's been ripped off. The back cover's been ripped off. Um, it's somewhere in my boxes of books. And I'd, I'd love to dig it up. But it's just had these short, like, 12 or 15-page stories. Creepy, spooky stories. And that was, like, my awesome. introduction into, like, that type of literature. And I loved it. So this was very much like that. This was reminiscent of that for me. And I just really, like, really grabbed a hold of these three issues and had a real good time reading them. I wish yeah. I had more time to read more. Like, I just don't have more time right now, but I cannot wait to read more of these comics. Um, I'm not just saying that this is really is high on my list of stuff. I want to get back to and read more of because it was so much fun. Yeah. It really just showed me that all the things that I loved as a kid, like all the, creepy things because like I, I've talked about not watching horror at all when I was a kid and being afraid of every movie but I still liked spooky stories and eerie stories so I'd read books um and I'd watch like the shows that were for kids you know I'd watch like Goosebumps that was a little bit more um tailored towards kids and I had all the Goosebumps books like I I wasn't allowed to have them Tim I snuck them in and I would ha- I hid them in a duffel bag under my bed Ooh, um, how so, dare you yeah don't tell dad um yeah so i i just loved i loved goosebumps and i love these creepy stories and i can see now that this is kind of where they came from like this is this is the type of stories that i liked like it's the same sort of eerie feeling where you don't know how it's going to turn out some of these stories turned out good some of these stories turned out bad you never really knew but you always had some sort of like creepy vibe to them and some eerie feeling at the end Um, so it just brought me right back to that, brought me right back to reading those Goosebumps books and, and providing exactly what I needed to kick off October. And, and that is that feeling of like, okay, yeah, we're in the month. Okay. It's, it's going to be spooky. This is a great start. That was the best start we could have had um, to that month. It just, it put me in the right mindset. I was just so excited for, for October and the spookiness. That was great. Yeah. Um, thinking about it again, here are the the ones that stuck out most in my mind. Just when I close my eyes and I think about those three issues, um, the roller coaster of death is just there. Yeah, it's just for sure so there. Good. Such a fun story. The college hazing one, where everybody goes up into the attic and people disappear, and then they burn the house down, and there's no explanation yeah. to anything. That's the one I think of first. That's the one that comes to mind right away. Yeah, and then the other one was the very last uh, story, the the curse of the Arnolds. Where they play that ridiculous fucking stupid party game where you have to pull something out of the hat and go and find it. 
And I'm reading this yeah. and I'm like, okay, it's going to be like, okay, you pulled like, um, <laughs> like a pen and you, you pulled yeah. like a hat and you pulled like a fork and they pull things and it's like a, a moose's head and yeah. a musket. Good luck. It's like stuff like, it's like, okay, we'll see you next year at next year's yeah. party where you can bring that stuff. Like yeah. who, what kind of a, what kind of a party is this? It's like, okay, you've got that and everybody just leaves. Your party's over because everybody leaves and they go off into the woods. It's like, you need to bring the carcass of a freshly dead rabbit. And you need to bring the eyeballs of a, a bat that has one tooth. It's like, what kind of a game is this? Get the, the fuck worst. out of here. It's the worst party game. Get the fuck out of here. It's the worst party game. Your guests, you're right. Your guests leave right away. I kind of want to play it though. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You need to bring me the body of a freshly murdered person. Yeah. And then you just go out and you're like, well, I got, I mean, I'm in a rush, right? I got to, that guy who's got to get a moose head, he might get a moose head before I get a fresh dead body yeah. that I've killed. Yeah. You're, you're thinking you're like, okay, do I find a fresh dead body or do I create well, we have to create it. a fresh dead yeah, body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To clarify, you have to create it. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Um, you know what? Okay. This is another very funny thing. It's these sound bites from this month that could get us in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. Where we just are talking yeah. about killing people, murdering people. Um, I feel like we're only allowed to do this because it's October. Yeah. That's but the now, only way we're Tim, getting away with it. Yeah, now it's behind Patreon, so the sound bites are back there. You don't have to we don't have to worry about them. We can say murder a bunch of times. We did say murder a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I just want At to be clear. I, know, I did. I'm against murder. No, for sure. In 100% every facet. Against it. I think, I think yes. murder is wrong. Okay? Yes. So take that soundbite and take it to the bank, everybody. I don't like murder at all. Here's the thing I like. I like watching it and reading about it, though. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like watching it for real. I like watching it in What's a What's your stance on digging <laughs> graves? Um... I, so I wouldn't do it myself, but again, something I just get really excited about when it's happening. <laughs> okay. So if I was like walking by and someone was digging yeah, up yeah, a grave, be cool. I'd be like, oh, hey, you guys digging up a grave yeah. over there? Cool. Cool. Can I watch? Can I Can I watch? <laughs> okay, let's move on. Halloween. Now, Dean, I had yeah. mentioned in the episode, this is this is one of these examples of after the episode was done, I realized I screwed up big time. Okay. And I'm okay. glad that we have this opportunity to clear the air with with myself. I feel like I just need I need to clear it for myself. Yeah, more, let's more hear it, Tim. Else. I don't even know what this is. I had mentioned that Halloween sort of started the slasher genre. Mm-hmm. It kind of started it because it had all these tropes in it that just carried on from Halloween into other slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Such as promiscuous teens being killed, seeing from the killer's perspective, theme music for the killer. I'd like to submit new information that came into my brain okay. after thinking about all this, that there was a okay. movie that did all of this three years earlier. It just happens to be the greatest movie ever made. It goes by the name of Jaws. Wow, Tim. That has all of the things, 
all of the tropes that this movie had, but it did them earlier, but it was a shark instead of a person or boogeyman doing it. Yeah. But you have the shark. The first thing the shark does, it kills a girl who is getting fresh with a guy. You see from the shark's perspective, the shark has its own theme music. True. The reason that it works and carries on from Halloween is because it's the first movie that uses an actual human figure in that scenario. But that already happened. It all happened in Jaws. I can't believe I missed it in the episode. I'm so happy we can circle around. All that stuff may have happened before. I, I just don't know about it, right? But my earliest recollection that I could come up with of that happening is Jaws. Interesting, because we did talk about in the Jaws 2 episode how the shark was turned into a slasher killer. Yeah. It's basically he got a, he, the shark got a scar on his face so that you would know it was a bad shark and then just went after teens who were being promiscuous. But Jaws 2, we, we never really talked about this. Jaws 2 is in 1978. Same year. So is, so is Halloween. It's the same year. Yeah. So where, where were those tropes coming from? They were just they were just also thought up in that movie. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's great. The 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 thing that changes with Halloween is that it, you're right, it's a person and they're coming into your home, right? If you watch Jaws, you're like, "Well, I just won't go in the water anymore," right. which is a decision I made for my life. Um but you see Halloween and you're like, "Well, I can't hide. The place I hide is my home and he comes in there." Correct. Uh one other thing I wanted to touch on. We had a discussion about the grave. And whether there was a freshly dug grave there that I thought. Yeah. I thought uh, Jason, classic from a guy who's seen Halloween one time. (laughs) You're a classic noob to Halloween calling him Jason. (laughs) Get out of here. I'm to embarrass myself again (laughs) with Halloween here. (laughs) You just cleared the air. You just cleared it up and then embarrassed yourself immediately. (laughs) They both wear masks. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I had thought Michael dug up the grave of his sister and stole the body because I thought the hole in the ground was far too big for a headstone. You were confused. Right. You thought that the headstone was all that got dug up. So yeah. um, I went back. I checked out the scene again. To clarify, you would technically be correct. The uh, okay. a headstone was dug up. Okay. In my defense... It's a gigantic hole that that headstone okay. would have been sitting in. Almost right. big yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to put a body in. So right. <laughs> <laughs> when you said headstone, in, mm-hmm. in my mind, I was picturing like just a piece of stone kind of lying flat on the ground. Right. That would be right. at the top of a, of a grave. I so I didn't yeah. see the headstone there. And I thought that the lower missing dug up portion was a grave. Turns out it was a gigantic, like, upright headstone. It's a giant headstone, yeah. But it was dug, I mean, re-watching it, you can see that the hole is at least a foot deep, and you can't can't see the bottom yet. And it's probably three feet long by at least a foot, foot and a half, maybe two feet wide. So you could put a kid's body in there. Not to get morbid, you couldn't have put his sister, who was older. But I think yeah. when I saw it, it looked big enough in my head that I thought he had uh, Michael had dug up the the grave and taken the body. So. Yeah, 
Well, Tim, if I remember it correctly, it's also just a shot of just a hole without with like no other perspective around. You can so see the legs of the okay, the you can see the legs. Okay, and, okay. Uh, Loomis. Yeah, yeah. Those damn dirty kids stealing all the headstones again. <laughs> Some oh, why do they have to dig up the, the ground so much? Just uh, pull out the headstone and take it. There's a guy who doesn't like digging up graves. He doesn't like when people do it. No. Well, he has to fill it in. He's like, yeah. I only dig the graves. I don't know how to fill them in. I'll yeah, fill them in with the reading... bodies. He probably needs a couple of bodies <laughs> to fill that hole in. Where am I going to get yeah, a totally. damn dirty body from? He would, he would hate reading Tales from the Crypt. When oh. people were digging up graves, he'd be traumatized. He'd, he'd be, be like, these assholes digging up graves? That, that, Tales Someone's got to fill that shit. Tales from the Crypt would make him so anxious for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Dean, I also wanted to ask if you've uh, drank blood out of your um, Halloween mug yet. I have, Tim. Thank you. And you know what else I noticed? What? I flipped it upside down just to check if it was dishwasher safe. Oh. And it is. Nice. So thank you. Nice. <laughs> and I saw also that it says 17 plus on the bottom. <laughs> you gave you gave me a mug that is for adults only. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so thank uh, you. That's I don't have any other mugs that are 17 plus, so thank you so much. The only reason I turned that mug upside down was to take the price tag off, so I didn't pay attention right, to anything right. else. Right, right, yeah. Cool. Yes, it's a fantastic mug. It's so big. You can fit so much blood in it. All right. Well, do you want to say anything about Halloween? Um, No. I mean, I feel like I said it all in the episode. It's just like a fantastic movie. It's so great. Um, I don't think I commented on the pumpkin carving in the movie. This is something I, I realized um, one time when I was watching it because I was watching it while I was carving pumpkins Um for the first time with my wife uh, she carves pumpkins every year so she brought me into the tradition we were carving pumpkins we threw on halloween and we're carving these like we got stencils you know we're carving these like ghosts in and stuff and then i looked at all the pumpkins in halloween and they're just the classic triangle eyes oh, triangle yeah. nose you know that's mouth, my favorite. And I'm like yeah i'm like we've really stepped up our pumpkin carving game just like sort of as a society since 1978 that's what i that's what i really take away from that movie that's a great point I am a traditionalist yeah. when it comes to pumpkin carving. I always yeah. just go for the classic triangle eyes, triangle nose. I try to make a real, real big mouth. Um, that's yeah. just what I like. That's my fave. That's what I do. I like to have. I like to have one of those, and then I like to be try to be fa as fancy as I can with the others. Nice. All right, moving on to Event Horizon. Uh, just loved having Tony and Jeremy join us for that episode i love having those guys on the podcast i just I, I love listening to them talk i love joking around with them it's it's really fun to have those guys on i love it i love their podcast i love having them yeah. on our podcast i love talking to yeah. them um we've never met those guys before we legitimately just met them through podcasting kind of the same way yeah. that we met everybody who comes on our show or who we guest on <laughs> Basically, this is all yeah. just by podcasting and reaching out to people that you, uh, whose podcasts you enjoy. And it's, it's amazing, uh, that that actually would happen and could work out like that. So cool. Those guys are so nice. They're like the most genuine dudes. I just feel like we have so much in common with them and so happy to connect with them. So 
really just enjoyed that episode because we got to talk with them. Um, that was that was a movie I really loved, and it sort of let me down a little bit on this most recent viewing. Um, I yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about it because I think it's an excellent movie. It's got so many great things about it, but it was one that when I rewatched it after like 15 years of not seeing it, um, it just didn't quite hold up as much as it did for me, um, you know, th- those previous times. Yeah, I feel like that is um, sort of the thing with with Paul W. Sanderson movies, and that is, I think, next time, if you ever watch it again, Tim, you're going to enjoy it more than you think. I think with his movies, I notice that if I have big expectations going into them, I'm always let down because they're not great movies. They're not good. He doesn't make like a solid film. But if I then watch it and I'm let down, the next time I go into the viewing with no expectations, just being like, oh yeah, I remember this one wasn't very good. Then I just have a ton of fun with it. So my experience was actually that I had watched Event Horizon a number of years ago maybe four or five years ago and I was let down like you because I watched it a ton when I when it uh when I was like uh in my early 20s I watched it a ton so I was let down that time rewatching it but this time around I really liked it like I, I was really enjoying it because my expectations were set low um so I think that's I would I would be curious if you ever do watch it again what your what your idea was of the film at that at that viewing I think that would be the case and it would explain why I keep watching it. And as I mentioned yeah. in that episode, I want to put it on. I want to watch it. And yeah. then while I'm watching it, I'm kind of like, I don't really like this very much. I'm sort of not enjoying it, but I am. And then by the end, I just want to watch it over again. I want to put it like right back on. It's this yeah. weird, like, I don't like it, but I want to watch it again relationship. I just think it's a, it's just such a unique movie. There's nothing really out there. I wish there was more in this genre. Sci-fi horror. I can only name a couple movies that are in this genre. I would love yeah. this to be like a bigger genre. Um, and then just like, I don't know, try some new things in the genre. They're just like, let, yeah. let's get enough movies that they start creating weird and interesting stories that, that have to happen and, I don't know. I'd like to see more. Yeah. Have you seen Life, Tim? Uh, Life. You should check out Life. It's got uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Ryan Reynolds in it. And it's sci-fi horror. It's quite good. I don't I don't think I've seen that then. I've seen something called Love, a space movie called Love. It's not Love. It is Life. Life. Love was good, too. It was an indie, indie movie. Very interesting. It's just sci-fi, pure sci-fi, not horror. Okay, nice. We had a bit of discussion about Lawrence Fishburne's possible age in the movie. So I just thought right. I'd clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 36 <laughs> in this movie. We, okay. we pegged him a lot oh, younger. Man, I love that guy. Yeah, we thought he was. Yeah. He looked a lot younger than this. Um, he did. I'm surprised yeah. he was 36 when he was 36. Uh, I am surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised 36. Yeah, cool. One last thing about, you know, Event Horizon and the guys at Remote Takes is that we've also locked them in for a uh, Star Wars franchise walkthrough movie. So yes, very much looking forward to having them on. 
Uh, For sure. They are big Star Wars fans as we are, and we're going to have a lot of fun talking with them. And you'll just have to wait and see what uh, movie they want us to talk about. Ooh. Spooky. Tim, that's spooky. Withholding let's information. Get our, let's scary. get our last couple spookies in for the year because we. Yeah, I know this is it. This is it for a whole it. year. We can't say it anymore after this. Come on. Okay, so seven, the movie seven. This one, I yeah. feel like um, personally, I left it all on the table. I don't really have yeah. much to say about this one. Uh, I, I like this. If I had to choose my favorite episode of the month, this is not it. Because we just had yeah. so much other fun stuff going on. But I'd have to yeah. say, this is the one I would be the most proud of. I think we just, I think we nailed this episode. I feel like we yeah. we did great justice to this movie. I got to say everything I wanted to say about it. I don't think I left anything out. Um, so I don't have a lot to say other than just one bit of information I picked up afterwards. And that was... In the uh, one of the most terrifying um, murders, the sloth with the the, mm, the person who yeah. was tortured for a year. So as the detectives were going into that scene and going through the car fresheners and approaching the body in the bed, those actors were told they were coming up on a dead body. They did not actually know that that body was still going to be alive so when that body oh, yes. popped up and came to life yes you were getting the true reaction of actors who were in that moment shitting their pants nice. I, I always love when movies do stuff like that yeah. i think it's so great yeah it's you, so great you just yeah. get to capture i think it's very first of all i think it's funny but you get to capture the pure terror that we are feeling right you get yeah. someone acting out the pure terror so the combination of us feeling it and watching it happen to someone just make it such a perfect combination. Yes, that is fantastic. Um, I agree with you. I think we left it all out there. I, I like what you said where um, that's the one you're most proud of. Uh, maybe it also isn't my favorite, but that's only because, again, we covered so many great things. Um, but I, I love this movie. I watch it a lot. And every time I watch it... it we have a list of movies we want to cover that you and I look at every now and then, and it's on there. It's been on there from day one. And I've always, every time I put it on, I'm always thinking, how in the world can we cover it? Like, I want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how we can cover this movie. It's so intense. It's so serious. And I think that's what I was proud of. I was proud that we were able to cover it. We were able to, we had an intense episode, but we were able to also just, you know, talk through all the things we wanted to um, we like to, you know, joke around a lot and we like to have fun, but that one, that one, the materials, you know, sort of like led us in the direction. We just had good conversations about, I think all the scenes in the movie. And, uh, it was, it was how I could, it, it went better than I could have imagined, um, with how to cover the, that serious content and that intense content. So, um, I was very happy with that, with that, uh, with that movie. So moving on to Frankenstein, the final entry of the month. Any thoughts on Frankenstein? Yeah, Tim, I got lots of thoughts. Um, every other every other episode we did here this month, we did not in the same room. And Frankenstein, we did in the same room. And uh, 
I just felt the energy. I it's my favorite episode by far. It's my favorite episode in a long time. Um, uh, it felt kind of epic. I don't know, maybe because we haven't uh, we haven't done a lot in the same studio, and it, with all the lights off and the candlelight, it just it felt so epic. It was definitely my favorite recording experience in in quite some time. I I had a blast. Oh, of course, it was a ton of fun. Just so good. sitting by candlelight. Um, yeah, we had like blood red LED lights uh, shining in the studio. I could barely yeah. see your face. That was true when we said that. I could barely see your face. Oh yeah. You were like a silhouette. Uh, I was talking to a silhouette. Ton of fun. Um, I mean, those Halloween specials, dude, they're my favorite for a reason. Um, you know, just so good. that recording environment is so much fun. After digging into yeah. scary content for four weeks and then getting to do scary content, but that's kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. So great. My favorite of the year. It always is. Um, yeah. Definitely something that we needed to talk about here though and that is something that came up in that episode that we had great confusion around and that is what is an igor yes what is that yes. all about thank you tim okay what is igor why is igor we need to figure this all out Fritz. so i i figured it out for everybody okay well thank I, I did you, the tim. digging i did the research like i like i like to do and uh here we go listen to this igor this is the Wikipedia definition of Igor, first of all, so that everybody understands. Igor is a stock character, a sometimes hunchbacked laboratory assistant to many types of gothic villains, or as a fiendish character who assists only himself. Okay, so I think that's pretty straightforward. We kind of realized yeah. that about Igor. Yeah. Now, where did Igor come from? Yes, where? Where? What grave did he crawl out of? Ooh. I'll tell you what grave. Okay. To understand Igor, we must first understand Fritz, Dean, who was the character in Frankenstein, like you said, who we thought was Igor. Yeah. So Fritz was an Igor-like character in Frankenstein. And the character of Fritz goes all the way back to 1823 and a stage production of Mary Shelley's 1818 novel. However, in her novel, there was no Fritz character. He was only made for the play. Now, Frankenstein 31 is the first example of this hunchbacked lab-type assistant, Igor-like character. But people have false memories in thinking that this is actually Igor. It's kind of similar to, I think you had those false memories that this was Igor. For sure. I thought that that was going to be Igor for sure. Frankenstein is the first example of an Igor-like character, but Fritz is not Igor. Right, okay. Igor would finally appear on screen as Igor in 1939's Son of Frankenstein and 1942's The Ghost of Frankenstein, and he was played by none other than Bela Lugosi in both movies. Really? What? Yeah, weird, eh? So <laughs> wow. Bela Lugosi played wow. Dracula, Frankenstein, yeah. and Igor, and probably more. 
Probably more. This guy's a legend. Now, ironically, in those movies, Igor was neither hunchbacked nor a lab assistant. Okay. So <laughs> he was just Igor. <laughs> I think I'm it's left weird. with as many questions as I had before. <laughs> you didn't solve it, Tim. <laughs> as I am now. <laughs> you lied. <laughs> Look, Igor, <laughs> Igor is something we made up. Igor is a false memory. Okay. It just seems like similar to the way that people remember the monster as yeah. Frankenstein. People remember Igor as a character. The character sort of existed under a different name. And then when it did exist under the name that we know it as, it's not the character that we know it as. So yeah, that's so strange. Our memories it's have so combined strange. characters yeah. and names Weird. and combined them into a certain character that, to be honest with you, we, we jokingly mentioned it in the episode. Maybe Castlevania was the first time that somebody paired Frankenstein and this actual Igor character together. Right. That might be the first yeah. time. I, I don't know. Anyways. Wild. Tim, I, I'm leaving with more questions than I came with. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, we maybe we'll do an episode on Igor. <laughs> hey, we could. Also, we could figure that out. That Igor that Lugosi played, it's spelled yeah. differently. It's Y G O R. Okay. Okay. Igor. Like Igor. 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 Oh, Igor. Fetch. I want to watch Bella Lugosi as Igor. I can't picture it. I can't picture Bella Lugosi as anything other than Dracula. I cannot picture yeah. Boris Karloff anything else other than Frankenstein. We've got a lot of digging to do in, into the Universal Monster yes. movies. Not just the classics, but into some of the not-so-classics. Yeah, we should. We'll, we'll do a not-so-classic one one time. That'll be great. We will We will do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, great, Tim. I'm glad you looked into it. Sorry we couldn't find any actual information. I mean, whoa, we have whoa, the information, whoa, whoa. but we can't find... No, sorry. Sorry we can't figure out why we call that character Igor. Um, I wanted to say about the, the Halloween episode... I really loved the new game, Is It Real? Yeah, I thought that, that was, was a great fun. game that you came up with. That was really fun. So I appreciate that one. I liked Is It Real? That was a good time. I enjoyed Is It Real? I'm, I'm excited to revisit that if we ever do in the future. We That is very much a possibility. It might make another appearance sometime in the future. I'm just glad I got some right because it started off rocky. You started off terribly, yeah. It's fine. I started off very bad, very poorly. Yeah, because my synopsis were so hauntingly so good. good. It was hauntingly good. Yes, it was hauntingly good. All right. Dean, thanks for Great. joining. Yeah, Tim. Thanks, everybody out there for supporting us. And we'll catch you next time.